Hello and welcome to the Hoop Collective podcast. We talk about the NBA, which we are doing on what day is today? Wednesday evening You for Thursday morning. Y'all will be hearing this uh, shortly before game six. Elimination slash closeout game opportunity for the Golden State Warriors as they look to win their fourth championship in the last uh, decade. Uh, joining me from across the street in TD Garden, where I just got back from, is Tim Bontemps. Hello, guys. And joining us from Dallas, Texas, just off of a secret road trip, Ben McMahon. Howdy, partners. I just returned from the point in the NBA that is furthest away from the finals. <laughs> that could go for a couple of places right now. <laughs> Somebody told me that, could this be true? I, I'm a, I like geography, but I'm not an expert. That San Francisco, Boston is the two farthest distances it's the farthest two cities apart on the nba um uh on the nba map uh that you know i would normally have said portland i would have said miami. portland and miami yeah, yeah that that doesn't somebody sound t- true somebody uh, today told me somebody today told me it's four miles further that doesn't sound like it's possible i i would i would be skeptical of that information i would i would double check that <laughs> all right well anyway it's a long a way away from each other um the teams had light practices today uh, before the Celtics had their practice. Uh, Al Horford said um, that they addressed um, their complaining to the officials. And I hope that, I mean, Ime Udoka, who got a tech in game uh, five, he apparently was, uh, you know, called on himself that he was, he needs to be better too. I know that there are some calls that are frustrating. I know that there have been some phantom fouls. The Jordan Poole flop the other day with Marcus Smart. Um, I don't know how I feel about that because Marcus Smart flops so much. Yes. it's it, Listen, Marcus Smart has no right to complain about that one. And he didn't. And he didn't complain. Yes. He is. Um, he, Marcus Smart once told me about James Harden. He flops on offense just like I do on defense. It's not like the guy denies that he uh, yeah. he excels in those arts. So I'm not saying that they didn't did, had the right to be mad, but um, and by the way, uh, as I was watching some of the replays back, um, <laughs> I saw that Emei pulled his mask down, and um, you could see certain words. He maybe should have left his mask up <laughs> that might have contributed to. Um, you mean his chin strap? Yeah, he, he apparently uh, maybe should have kept that mask up so that America couldn't see the word that he said. Um, but, you know, uh, Bontemps and I talked about this the other night. The, the Celtics are losing this series and the Warriors are winning it uh, with the Warriors defense and the Celtics offense. The Warriors are, are being very physical. They are um, putting matchups together that frustrate the Celtics. Andrew Wiggins is doing a terrific job. Steph Curry is holding his own when they attack him in switches. Um, They are taking advantage of the turnovers and that is where this series is being decided right now and probably quite possibly bond temps where game six will be decided. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a reason after every game and after every practice, Emi Odoka talks about the Celtics offense. He doesn't talk about his defense ever, right? This is an offense. This is, as you said, when the Celtics play well on offense and they don't turn the ball over, they win games. When they don't play well on offense, they turn the ball over 
allows the Warriors to get out in transition. Golden State has more turn points off turnovers through five games than any team since the Chicago Bulls against the Blazers 30 years ago. Jason Tatum has more turnovers than any player in NBA playoff history. The Celtics are 14-2 and two when they have 15 or fewer turnovers and 0-7 when they have 16 or more. It's all very simple. If the Celtics take care of the ball, there will be a game seven. If they do not, there won't be. It's that you, you can you can make it as simple We've as that. We've been saying it for weeks now. We've been saying it for weeks, and it's and it's been true the whole time. Like when they play the way they're capable of playing, they win games. The problem for them is they do it once every three games, and then the other two games, it's an adventure. And that was the case the last two games. Condition yes. green, condition gold. Yeah. That's so it. Steph, Steph Curry um, missing the nine. Um, three pointers the other night. Um, we, we try that, to tell him bond temps. We try to tell him he doesn't have to do more. He was Go listening on. to Brian too much. You're trying too hard. I Wendy psyched him he, out. I didn't <laughs> say he had to do more. I said he could do more. Um, the thing about the thing about Steph is, you know, after going over nine, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the other night when the Celtics started over 12 and then they ended up making their next eight. Um, you know, on an average night, they're a 40%, you know, three point team. Maybe they shoot a little bit less than that. Maybe they shoot like 38%, 37%. But, you know, if I told you that the Celtics were going to shoot 40% on threes in the first three quarters, you'd be like, yeah, that's, you know, that's a good night, yeah. but not outrageous. Well, look, this is also to your point, Brian. These are the Celtics point or the, the Warriors point totals in the series 108 in a loss, 107 in a win, 100 in a loss, 107 in a win, 104 in a win. You told the Celtics yeah. for the series, those are the points they're scoring every game. They'd have been fine with that. Yeah, they well, feel like they said it again today. They, you know, with everything that happened, they still scored 104. But that's my point. The point is if Steph goes 0 of 9, you know he's not gonna have, you know, bet your percentages on what's gonna happen in the next game. Sure. So you already have that out there. And then you had Steph today saying that he is he declared himself the petty king. Because of, like, like his wife, Steph can cook, and he's going to he's going to prove it in Boston, huh? So he said he was the petty king. Um, so I don't know what he's got to be petty about. He shoved I, it down the Celtics fans' I, throats the last time he was here. It's pretty tough to get up, get up on the petty pecking order in the NBA. So the petty king, uh, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I do think it was brilliant strategy by Steph, recognizing, hey. I don't need to knock down any threes for us to win this game. So let me just save all my threes for the closeout in Boston because they needed him to score 43 to win in Boston game four. So he's like, I'm going to save all my threes for when we go back to Boston and we can close it out. That is another example of these Warriors being light years ahead. They're, 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 this series is going seven games. There's no way. There's no way this Celtics team. Well, there's is, a way. Well, listen. I'm just saying this Celtics team loves to make everybody's lives miserable to the extent that as he may <laughs> has joked about, well, this includes the Celtics themselves. Well, and the no, Celtics listen, fans, just hold on. Yeah. Well, Ime Odoka has said 50 times over the past two months, we always have to do things the hard way. And the Celtics could have won game four. They could have won game five. They blew both games. We've talked about the turnovers, everything else that they've done. I don't see any way that they're going to come in here tomorrow and lose this game at home and avoid having everybody having to fly all the way back across the country for game seven on Sunday. There's also the fact that Golden State 
always kicks it around the first chance they have to close out one of these games. And it would seem this very true. Now there's now <laughs> this that's, is true. It's a good point. That's for a good both, point. They've for lost. both teams. Yeah. It would be incredibly yeah. on brand for Boston to win this game by 20 to send this thing back to the Bay. And then who the hell knows what will happen in game seven. But yeah, the, just, the, the Warriors have had some pretty epic, uh, Cases of flatulence when they've had closeout opportunities. Well, I mean first that game. Opportunities. I mean that game and that game five in Memphis is oh one of the all time one of the all time stinkers in NBA history. I mean, given yeah, not game 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 five in Memphis when they're I don't know what the final score was, but they were down like fifty five at one point. I think they lost by fifty five. Yeah, whatever it was. Game four in Dallas wasn't that big of a disaster, but it certainly was a less than impressive uh, effort. So yeah, so well, hold on. They had a chance to close out the Nuggets in the first round. In now it was in Denver. Mm-hmm. They lost by five. Gave up 126 points. Not their finest effort. I don't remember that game. I can look at the box score, but trust me. Then of course the game you were at in Memphis, chance to close out in Game Five. I they lost there. 134 to 95. It's just, so just transposing you around different places, McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Then. In Dallas, then the game, then the game, then the game McMahon was actually at. <laughs> yes, there you go. Not, not the game he wasn't at. <laughs> right, uh, hundred nine. Sorry, I'm sorry, McMahon. Hundred nineteen <laughs> points they gave up that night to the Mavericks. They lost. Uh, they won by. They lost by ten to go back. Um, and they were in great shape. They, by the way, they well, no, they lost, but they lost season. by ten, and they were down like thirty going in the fourth quarter, and made right. Like so a, I'm just, you know, I'm just looking at the you know, hundred twenty six to the Nuggets, hundred thirty four to Memphis, hundred nineteen to Dallas. I do not road closeout chances I, this year. And but here's the thing: I think in all of those series, they knew, like, dude, we're going to win this series, and they were kind of playing with their food. I believe certainly with what's at stake and with the caliber of opponent on the other side, they won't have a, a whoop that trick type of mail in effort in Boston. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well, what, what, what's like the, what's like the Celtics. What's the song of the Celtics? Gino time. Okay. Gino I don't think going to be waving game. the towel in the fourth quarter dance while the crowd's singing along to that. I'll put it that way. I think they will at least come to play. I'm and not guaranteeing be, they win, but I don't think they're yeah. going to have a no show. Well, and to be clear, most of the, I mean, I'm half talking tongue in cheek when I say that, but it is very much in keeping with how this Celtics team has gone through this season to be down 3-2 against the Warriors and win this game tomorrow. I mean, remember, like, I'm not trying to minimize Golden State. They're a hell of a team. Steph Curry has been incredible in this series. They did go on the road and beat the best player on the planet in his own building in game six in the second round. When they went to Milwaukee, beat the Bucs, and Jason Tatum had the best game probably yeah. he's ever had and had 46 in that game. So, mm-hmm. to me, that's a higher bar to clear than this bar. Just yeah. go, and, having to go on the road to beat. Now, I don't. I certainly don't trust them to win a, game, a close game seven in Golden State against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I think Golden State's probably going to win that game down the stretch. But tomorrow, I just will be very surprised if the Celtics allow this thing to end given the way they've handled their whole season. I expect right. them to come so, out and okay. play great So if you want to, if you want to try to read the tea leaves and, you know, read the forecast. All right. Golden the tea States, leaves. That's a Boston joke. Go on. Yeah. I didn't even realize it, but thank you. They, uh, okay. Warriors 0 and three in road closeouts Celtics, uh, three and O in elimination games. But I will say, as long as we're talking about that, the Celtics have, have really dropped some home games that, you know, that have six and them. five lost, at home in the playoffs, Brian. Wow. They lost game five to, to Milwaukee at home in a 2-2 series. Terrible loss. I thought it was I thought it cooked their goose. Didn't lost game six at home to Miami. Lost game six at home to Miami. 
wasn't assured that cooked their goose because Jimmy Butler played an incredible game, but cooking a lot of geese, McMahon. I was gonna say, cook their goose, man. It is a you have some eighty-eight-year-old grandpa, great grandpa type of references, man. You are so right. I am. I am guilty. Guilty as charged on that. How am a lot I of the times you accuse me of podcast. stuff. A lot of times you accuse me of stuff, and you're out of line. I'm definitely guilty of old man phrases. Um, I'm betting on the come, but you got a few more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously then game four, uh, in this series, you know, vital, important home game. So, you know, you have to acknowledge that they haven't always risen to the occasion with the home crowd. So I agree with Bontemps that it looks like, I mean, I booked my flight out to San Francisco more because you can't get seats. There's just hard to fly these days. But does it go over Nebraska? Can you like parachute out if need be? (laughs) Do you know that I literally flew directly over the top of downtown Omaha yesterday? I mean, talk about heartbreaking, heartbreaking. <laughs> um, and not only that, but I was like, there were still three hours left in the flight. He, he's um, the only person on that flight that wanted to, to you know, bear shoes. Just looking out Nebraska. the window going, oh man, there's <laughs> Omaha. Let me get out oh, of there. Oh, look, my mansion. It's golden, right there. Golden city on the hill. Let me get to the pool house and the mansion and get back there and, and hang yeah. out. Well, anyway, Um, you're going to the Haba and now you're going back to San Francisco for game seven, buddy, because this thing is going to the end. Well, you you know what? If that's going to happen, Jason Tatum might want to have his first signature performance of these finals. Jason Tatum needs to go listen to McMahon going into game four when McMahon was talking him up. I know one of the all time great players. Well, listen, here's what you got to do with that. With my whole take there. Get the get the sharpie, <laughs> cross out Jason Tatum, and put in All Star starter Andrew Wiggins, baby. Thirty two million dollar bargain. Andrew hey, Wiggins. did you did you listen to the pod the other night? By the way, the post game yeah, pod. I did listen to the. Did pod you hear the shout I out? Felt, well, I did, and I felt also really left out. It was also to me. I was. It's like you're eating a dry <laughs> brisket sandwich. There's the bread. There's the meat. Y'all didn't have the sauce. Wasn't any spice. Wasn't any, the flavor wasn't there. But I, mean, I don't think we want. I don't think we wanted to call you at uh, one a.m. or whatever godforsaken time that was when we were doing that pod local time for you. Well, uh, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, you know, with all due respect, I just should say Bon Temps wasn't scheduled. It was like uh, <laughs> who was the guy who come on the Tonight Show when uh, it, it, it was like if uh, it was like if Juan Toscano Anderson ends up playing Crunch Time, like you know something's gone wrong for Steve. Oh, there, was, there was a lot of foul trouble in the game, no question. <laughs> now let's talk about the play of the week: the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom. Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by.
But no, but to your point, in all seriousness, like this is Jason Tatum's moment, right? Everybody came into this series. Mm-hmm. It was Steph Curry versus Jason Tatum, you know, star, star, mano a mano. Steph Curry has played, you know, incredibly in this series. He's had one of the best playoff series he's ever had. Um, game four is probably the best game of his entire career. Just yep. when you consider everything you put together over there mm-hmm. with the moment, the performance he had, everything else. And Jason Tatum has just flat out not been very good. I know in game five, you know, like we talked about the other night, the numbers looked okay. He, yeah. He just wasn't impactful. If, if you looked at the box line. Score. Yeah. The, yeah. The box if score you looked at the box score, if you looked at the box score, you could almost say that Tatum outplayed Steph Curry in that game. Right. Um, Which if you watch the game, you would not think because Steph was directed traffic on offense is why they didn't turn the ball over. I think he had eight assists and one turnover in the game. He had all the attention on him. So Wiggins is getting clean looks and he's knocking them down. Like, you know, Steph is there. Whenever Steph's on the court, Every eyeball is on him. On, right. So even Boston's though Steph goes oh of eight over nine for three, and he took a couple of you know really slinger shots, but you're never gonna dissuade him from not that bad because shots because it's Steph. Curry. I agree. Right. I agree. Um, but just his, you know, I hate to sound like um, somebody smarter than me, but you know Steph's gravity, um, this the attention that he draws. Uh, opens up stuff for guys like Wiggins. I, I definitely thought you were going to come with more than a three-syllable <laughs> word when you said somebody smarter than you. I thought I was going to have uh, to look that one up, and I, I know what that means. Yeah. Well, in the Celtics, I might not know like- much about screen navigation, Wendy, speaking of taking <laughs> shots at me when I'm not on. God, well, listen, listen. You're never far from our mind when you're not there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fondly missed, McMahon. But uh, but no, look, like it, it all goes back to the turnovers, but you know, look, Jalen Brown stunk in game five. Jason Tatum, his numbers are deceiving in terms of how good his performance was. Well, Tatum's getting five. outplayed by Wiggins, and that cannot happen no. for the Celtics. No, I mean, look, it's those guys, in, in particular Tatum. Like, like I said, Jason Tatum, game six against Milwaukee, had the game of his life. It would be a good time to come close to matching that performance here and really enter this series for the first time instead of being okay and like, yeah, it's 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 one thing to play hard on defense all the time and, and always be able to make an impact on that end, unlike some of these other guys. But you go back and look at some of these other guys through the playoffs, Luca, Giannis, some of these other guys. Like Tatum's had a few performances like that. Yeah. He's had a lot of duds, especially yeah, yeah. in this so, series. Too, too so let's the other way. But one yes, thing that's been discussed sure. a little bit, um, Ime Udoka admitted that um, he thought that maybe fatigue was a factor at the at in the fourth quarter. Now, keep in mind that the Celtics have played two seven-game series. We're now deep into it. The you know, even though these guys are young, I was going to um, say you, it's the fact for the twenty somethings, not the thirty somethings. Well, Ime, Ime, Ime messed that game up. Like obviously, the Celtics made that huge run in the third, but he he rode those guys way too long in the second half. Mm-hmm. Like I think he had Jalen and Jason in there the entire game, and I while I don't buy the fatigue thing overall. Like Tatum's the entire legs second were clearly half, not the entire game. Tatum, they both played. I meant, the, I meant the entire second half. Right, yeah. you're right. But Tatum's yeah. legs were clearly shot in that fourth quarter. I mean, he had no lift. All his shots were short. He had a couple air. Like he was, his legs were gone. And some of that is on Ime's got to get them out earlier. But part of that is because they should have been down 25 in the first half, and were somehow only down 12. And then they go on that run to immediately start the third quarter, and they're right there. So of course he mirrored those guys because what choice did he have? They had to try to win yeah. that game. And look, it's it, there's nothing. They're not going to like go to the bench and like start playing more guys. Um, it would one thing that has hurt the Celtics a lot in this series is that they've just gotten nothing out of Grant Williams. Grant Williams just 
he was a real factor he had, early. I was going to say he had he had a great game. Was it game, game three? One. I think. Yeah. No, game no, 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 game three. Too. It was game mm-hmm. three. It was game three. And, and the other guys then, all had shots it hadn't in game one. Yeah, the other guys also had shots in game one. And what does that yeah. come back to? Both Grant Williams and Al Horford have been neutralized by Steph Curry because those guys could stay out there in front of Jimmy Butler to some degree and Giannis Tedekupo to some degree and Kevin Durant to some degree. And Al Horford's on skates when Steph's out there. Grant has been completely turned around when Steph's out there and they're just hunting them. And that's really hurt Boston. They, they don't have those guys they can lean on to play, you know, 25, 30 minutes and play well when they're struggling. I mean, we were talking about last game, Brian, I don't remember what the plus minus for Al Horford was, but Robert Williams was plus six in 31 minutes and the Celtics got demolished the other 17 minutes. And that was when Horford was out there. It was like minus 19 or something. I think he, I think Williams was even better than that. Might've been my, I might be, I might be off on those numbers. Yeah, I, thought, I, I, I think you're short changing. I think pull it up here quick. Uh, yeah. Williams was plus 11 in 30 yeah. minutes. Al Horford is minus 13 in 33 minutes. Minus 19, I should say. <laughs> yeah. That's just not that, that he, that's tough math when they were on the floor for at least some of those minutes. Yeah, together. it's just it's, it's just really, it's really just, tough. It's hard with Robert Williams' knee condition. It's just hard. He yeah. played 30 minutes. Is that how well, many I will say I asked he, Robert Williams after game five. He played 30 minutes and he played a lot. That's the most he's played. That's the most he's played. He played 30, he played more than 30 in game four. And I asked okay. him. I asked him after game five if his knee was feeling better as the series went along. He said it was. So I actually have gotten to the point now where I'm expecting him to play 30 minutes and be good. But the thing is, yeah. like, you can't play Robert Williams 45 minutes, right? Like, he's he can maybe play 32, 33, maybe. But, like, you're not ramping him up to 40. So no matter what they do, the Celtics have to get through those 15, 16 minutes when he's not on the court. And as we've talked about a bunch, he's been their best player in this series when he's been healthy which is now four of the five games. And when he's not out there, it's a five alarm fire. And they got to somehow change that in game six and potentially a game seven, if they want to win this series. Yeah. Although defensively on balance, again, I don't think that's where they're losing it. Yeah. I don't think that's where they're losing it. Wendy, no, but I do um, think it is messing those guys up on offense because they're in their heads on defense and then they're missing shots and like everything is screwed up. I, it is all about the offense, but it doesn't help the cause when, you feel like you can't have Grant Williams out there as much and you don't want to have Al Horford out there as much because they're off their defense has been as bad as it's been on Steph. Also, I think they should, you know, I, I don't, I don't know the answer to this, but, and in the film review, Andrew Wiggins just had the two best rebounding games of his career. Yes. In the NBA finals. Coming off of them getting absolutely dominated on the glass in the, in the game three loss. So maybe box him out. Wouldn't be a because, terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, that now needs to be a game plan point. Um, you know, he's Wiggins has always been a guy who has great athleticism that sometimes shows and sometimes vanishes. You know, he's never been a great rebounder. He's had great rebounding stretches, but um, he's, he's, his, his rebounding has been a weapon. Um, they need to treat him like the the weapon that he is. And I think his rebounding has been a huge factor. Board man gets paid. He's getting paid. He's a board man. Come on now. Well, and and look, and we go back to, again, the possession game, right? The turnovers are a key thing because if the Celtics win the possession game, they're going to win the game. Like that's, that's what it comes down to. Golden state has to win the hustle points to try to win the possession game. Boston had eight offensive rebounds to four. 
in game five. But to your point, Brian, 12 defensive rebounds for Andrew Wiggins. If he gets eight, the Celtics get another four offensive rebounds, four extra mm-hmm. possessions. That's a huge, or four extra shots. That's a huge swing in their favor. So well, that, it's especially big because they're playing one big lineups, which a lot of times that one big is Draymond, who is a good rebounder, but Draymond's not, you know, he's not right. like some kind of dominant glass eater type of guy. So they really need Wiggins to, to rebound like this. Mm-hmm. Wendy, um, I believe that your sports center appearance caused some sore posteriors among the uh, Warriors fan base um, when you called this a yeah. checkbook win. Uh, do, do you want to, you know, extend any olive branches or soothe any any hurt feelings yeah, by a team that has a chance for, to win its fourth title in eight years? For some reason, that was deemed as an insult that they um, have been able to pay all their players. Um, it's a credit to Joe Lacob. Yeah. And, and mean, it's a credit to the front office for, in some cases, identifying, developing guys who are worth paying big money. And then, you know, it's been talked about a lot, the, the risk they took in terms of finances and otherwise to get D'Angelo Russell and parlay him into Andrew Wiggins is paid off massively here. And like, uh, I don't they don't have a bad contract. Is that a fair no, statement? Not, no, because Wiggins was the bad contract, and that yeah, is certainly yeah. not the case. I mean, you can, argue, you can argue they're two bad contracts at this point, or Clay and Draymond, frankly. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah in terms and of they're, and, you're not gonna, and you're not getting rid of them. I'm just saying to your point, right. like those are the ones that you look at and say, like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And you're always going to have, they, those are deals they're going to do 100 times out of 100. But you know, so on the flip side, else. Boston, Boston has some big time bargain contracts. We've talked about Tatum not being a supermax as a bargain. You know, Jalen Brown not even being a fun max. Robert Williams at a, you know, certainly, yeah. I, I would call that a team friendly. And I understand why the number is what it is given where he was and, and all that. But, um, the, the one thing that I don't like is, oh, it's not fair. The Warriors can do that because here's my thing to any NBA owner who feels like we can't spend to keep a championship team together, build champ. Okay. I have a simple solution to that. Sell your franchise, make a ridiculous profit, make a billion plus dollar profit and take your yacht and watch the finals from some cool ocean across the world. Well, I think the thing is, um, a sports center hit isn't the time for nuance. Well, you know what I told you about nuance last time. Nuance <laughs> sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you'll listen to me at some point. <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, a t- most teams, if they had to go through two lottery years, would not keep a payroll the way theirs was. Yeah. They wouldn't have kept so, Kavon Looney, for example. They would have sold right. him off to save $20 million instead of keeping him. And they by might the way, have they extended- have some interesting decisions this summer with a with right. a Kavon Looney, with the Otto Porter. With Gary Payton, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Yeah. Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Andrew um, Wiggins and, extension, all those things. Right. So, um, you know, they not only kept their players they, they and extended them, they um, they continue to spend other on other salaries, and so um, during that time, they uh, they sold five percent of the team for a value um, I think it was in the two hundred seventy five million dollar range, um, and they sold a piece of the arena. I think it was in, you know I'm ballparking because I don't have it right in front of me. I think it was in the two hundred million dollar range. So they they raised 
basically in the neighborhood of 500 million. If it's not quite 500 million, I apologize. But they raised that money to be able to take on losses, financial losses, during this end of Steph Curry's prime. You know, they, right. they signed him to this contract. They're in the repeater tax. Mm-hmm. Their, their, their payroll this year is $346 million when you include the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, that not many franchises would sell equity in their team. Yeah, and, and they should so, be applauded for that, not criticized, applauded. You have an all-time great in Steph Curry. Because you have him, you have a championship window. You should be applauded for being willing to go as all in as they have to keep that window open, and they're being rewarded for it. Right. And so my point was when you play the Warriors, not only do you have to face Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Steve Kerr and Draymond Green, you got to face their financial might. And their financial might said that even when, you know, because because Kevin Durant walks, right? Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant walks and Clay Thompson is out for the next year. You don't know it's for two years, but you know he's going to miss a year. They didn't have to make a deal for D'Angelo Russell that led to to um, uh, to let that led to uh, Wiggins, Wiggins. Mm-hmm. but they spent the money. They lost as much money as anybody in the pandemic because that was the arena was closed to fans as long as anybody, and that building is their building. You know they spent all that, <laughs> and the ticket prices are pretty steep. Yeah, for sure. And so um, that building, you know, the Chase Center is a weapon because it, it can have so much, create so much revenue. So that's what I was saying. Like when you, when you face the Warriors, you got to face their checkbook too. It's not the number one thing, but you got to face their checkbook. That's a reality. Um, and, you know, keeping Andrew Wiggins and getting Andrew Wiggins and paying Andrew Wiggins. Cause I was just saying like, you know, Wiggins was been great. And for a guy who's up and down in his career, for him to deliver, to have an up moment mm-hmm. uh, in this potentially the, the most important time in his career. It's a great story, um, but it's not an underdog story. You know what? In, in some ways though, there, the Warriors are an underdog story just in the fact that this is a dynasty. I don't know if I'm going to say they're underdog because obviously the KD thing, but in terms of the three guys who have been there for the whole run, None of those guys were, you know, what was Steph? The seventh pick, Clay, I think 11, Draymond. 7, 11, and 35. Like you don't build, that's not the way you expect to build a dynasty. The only number one. Yeah, that's what Bob Myers, Bob Myers, the general manager has pushed back on this concept of them spending their way. I had a chat with Bob Myers about it today. If only starting your fitness journey was as easy as starting this podcast. The truth is all the lift big, get big, and beach body ready in three weeks pressure stops most of us from even starting. And starting is what matters most. It's everything. Wherever you're beginning and wherever you want to be, Peloton encourages you to just start with thousands of classes to get you moving and doing what you can. Even if that's just a 10-minute low-impact class, they have those too. And when you're ready, take it up a gear with a 30-minute live DJ ride. Start with Peloton and find instructors that will keep you motivated to stay on your fitness journey. Learn the basics and build from there. Remember, doing something is everything. Get started with a Peloton bike or bike plus rental at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. 
You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hitch, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So who's ever up there, whether it's the roofers, Santa, birds, old-timey chimney sweeps, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish. But you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit DirecTV.com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. You know, his his pushback on it is we are just paying the guys that we drafted. It's not like we went out and signed everybody in free agency. However, you did sign <laughs> other, somebody other in free agency. Yeah. Listen, no. they're, they're, well, they're, you know, there's uh, point, other than the KD guy. Yeah. And his point, his point is more even than that. It's just that it's what McMahon said before, right? We're go, you can do the same thing if you want. We're it's spending a, it's the a money. Grown yeah. dynasty. No one's hey. No one's saying that they're breaking any rules. Well, no, the, they're the playing thing, by the rules. Right. The yeah. thing that's it. The thing that's they're pushing the rules to the max. Well, that's, a lot of a lot of owners aren't willing to do that. Owners yeah. aren't willing to to spend that kind of money. And that right there is why it's a story because Steve Ballmer with the Clippers mm-hmm. and Joe Lacob with the Warriors. Steve Ballmer because he has more money than God, and Joe Lacob because. He has built a gigantic ATM machine in San Francisco that is pumping out money. And to his credit, he's like you said, McMahon, he's got Steph Curry. He's got an all-time great team. Mm-hmm. Joe Lacob is one of the most competitive owners in the league. He wants to win all the time. Full credit to him for it. He's investing money in the team. He's spending money to have the team be as good as possible. But there's teams looking around saying, I don't know if we can keep up with that. And that is the thing over the next six months. It's going to be fascinating because in these CBA negotiations, it's not like it's the players versus the owners on this one. This is owners versus owners on this one. Well, yeah. Where that shakes out is going to be interesting. The last time that this was an issue, when, when, when the Miami heat put together the big three, the owners pushed back and they put in the graduated luxury tax where the more you spend the more it costs you. And so the concept was that, even though there was never going to be a hard cap on how much you could spend, they were going to make it so penal that, you know, essentially would become a hard cap. Well, here we are now a decade later and the warriors are paying roughly as much in tax as they are for salary. So yes, they are. They are. Uh, It is not being penal to them. I, I would be, if I am especially a small market owner, I would be very concerned about punishing teams for paying their own homegrown stars you know and again that's a cent now the wiggins thing is is addition but he's the only number one pick on the i believe the only they've got correct me if i'm wrong there's three top three picks one james weissman is wearing sweatpants and waving a towel <laughs> auto porter uh, and auto porter's yeah. on a minimum um and i it's gonna be really his summer will be very interesting because i think there'll be some you know, demand for him. Uh, and then the other ones is, is Wiggins, but like the, the fact that the reason that they are such a high payroll team is primarily because they drafted three hall of famers and have kept them there their entire careers. And I will say this, it could have been worse because clay Thompson didn't get the super max. Yeah. He, I can't remember how close he was on all NBA. Um, I remember him being awfully disappointed when he, when he didn't get it. And fe- he was disappointed. Like he, was disrespected. he, but I, th- 
you know, he said it wasn't about the money and I, I would probably say it wasn't all about the money. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, it's not an insult, but it is a reality. It's a reality. It's a reality. You know, you, now we'll say this just because you spend the most money doesn't mean you're going to win. The last time. Yeah. Team, ask the Nets, ask the Lakers, ask, ask uh, yeah, yeah, look the, the Clippers, the, Nets, the other one in the top four. The Nets weren't too far behind the Warriors this year. Yeah. And um, they, they almost beat the Celtics in one playoff game. Well, look, <laughs> this is like everything else. The last few years, the team that's won the title has either been under the tax or at the tax. Right. And the fact that. The Warriors how, are now how winning. far into the tax were the Raptors in 19? They were a tax team, right? They a little bit, a few million dollars, not way in. I mean, yeah. in, but not way in. But yeah. um, the difference is now these guys have won. And so now it's a thing, especially in light of the CBA talks. It's just something to look at. And that that was why it was funny that all these Warrior fans got mad at what you said, because it really, to me, it is a credit to the Warriors and to Joe Lacob. Like, this team is doing what you want every team to do. Like, it's you know, it, it's a credit to Joe that he's willing to spend the money and, and do this in a way that, like McMahon said, most of these other owners are just other than really Balmer. And I guess Joe Cy right but, now have not really shown an interest in me. Right, like, seriously, like, well, here's the thing. Like when the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees outspend almost everybody every year. I guess the Dodgers are out. Now it's the Dodgers. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But like when the Yankees were beating the A's in the playoffs and like, I'm sorry if I don't have the exact correct scenario, you have to give me some leeway. But like if the Yankees number four starter threw up, gave up four hits over eight innings and led the Yankees to a four to one win over the A's in the playoffs. I know they played in the playoffs a few times. It wasn't like the Yankees then had to go say, sorry that we're paying our number four starter more than you pay anybody on your roster, but we're still trotting them out there. Um, That's life. Well, but in, and, in baseball, they're like in, in basketball, they're all at least operating by these same rules. Yes, the Warriors I'm just are just willing that, to take financial right. I'm pain. just saying that when the when the Yankees are winning those championships, you don't say, "Oh, you know, they that championship wasn't deserved." Um, no, say, what the oh, Warriors God, the, Yankees, do, the Warriors will probably right. buy like a gold plated banner. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't mean that. That the, that the championship is any lesser, but when the Yankees would beat the A's, you knew that there was a difference in the payroll. And by the way, the Yankees developed Derek Jeter and, and Mariana Rivera. They're just paying their own guys. Right. I mean, so, um, you know, that's the thing. And like, you know, you guys know my theory about winning a championship when you win the championship, it means never having to say you're sorry. So I don't care. Ultimately who cares what the payroll is. The banner it will, will be just as bright. Brian Winhurst cares. That's why I brought it up. That's no, why I don't Brian care. cares. Listen, I, I always care. enjoy when Wendy's uh, trending on Twitter. <laughs> I just how many how many times do Sports Center hits trend on Twitter? It doesn't happen very often. Um, right, listen, wow, sounds like they, sounds back. like sounds like should be a checkbook oh, win for Wendy. Sounds like they need to go. You know, <laughs> break out the, the bank. Yeah. Hey, send one of those no. Bristol Brinks trucks from uh, Connecticut to. to By the way, just because something trends on Twitter doesn't mean that it's uh, that it's that it's that it's relevant in real life. But um, now you're saying you're not relevant. Come on, Brian. Come on. We know I mean, you're relevant. It's, it's we know you're, relevant. you're you're the brisket in this sandwich, baby. Most of <laughs> most of Twitter. Most of Twitter is vapid, but um, you know, it's look, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with how game six is going to play out. It's just that if you're, if you've got, if you're like on, on an average day, not this series, because on an average day, Andrew Wiggins is the Warriors fourth 
best player, third best player? Yeah, third or fourth. Somewhere in there. Somewhere yeah. in there. Okay. And it's nice to have a max guy, all-star yeah, starter it, Andrew Wiggins, as your third or fourth best player. It, it could very easily, the Celtics' third best player, whoever that is, if that's Marcus Smart or whomever, that could be, he could be the star of game six. You know, that it's the nature of it. Um, but uh, so I would say um, a, a factor, you know, before we go here, to me, I'm going to pay close to, obviously we're, we're going to pay close attention to the turnovers and that number as it goes. But don't you think, Bontemps, that the Celtics um, need to play from ahead um, considering the, what they've, what has happened to them in crunch time? Uh, they, yeah. did win a, they did finally win a third quarter, but don't you think they need to play from ahead? No question. McMahon, McMahon laid this out very nicely the other day when, you know, the Celtics, if this, if this is a five-point game with five minutes to go, Boston, it, you, it's hard for you to look at this objectively and think Boston's got much of a chance of winning the game. And I think, as I said on the Game 5 preview pod, I turned out of Himmelsbach from the Globe with a one-point game with five minutes to go in Game 4 and said this game's over. Like the Celtics have played terribly in these moments time and time and time again. So, yeah, I think they need to get off to a good start tomorrow. Need to get the crowd behind them. Need to be feeling good. Need to get out in open air. When they get like that and they play in their system and they keep take care of the ball and they get comfortable, they look really, really, really good. When they don't, when they start to force stuff, when Jalen Brown starts saying, hey, I got the team struggling. I got to put it on my shoulders. Tatum starts trying to draw fouls. Marcus Smart's charts trying to, you know, throw crazy behind the back passes all over the place. That's when the Celtics start to let the Warriors get out in open air. That's when Steph starts getting open threes. That's when all this stuff starts happening. Because again, go back to game three, Celtics win pretty comfortably. Game four, Celtics dominated most of the game. It took an all time performance from Steph to win. So Boston's going to walk in here tomorrow feeling like they can win this game. And what they don't want to do is let the Warriors start to smell it. Because if they do, and you're talking about a two, three-point game with five, six minutes to go, sign me up on Team Steph because I'm going to trust him to carry it home and, and get this thing done. I considered well, several different jokes off of smelling it, but I'm just going to pass. <laughs> you're growing up at your ripe old age. Um, all right. Well, thank you for listening to the Collective Podcast. We'll talk to you after the game. Uh, should be with Zach Lowe. If Zach doesn't big-time me, it could happen. Dang, yeah. bomb temps! You got fired after one post game. <laughs> Listen, I was the I was the ninth uh, place villain. <laughs> it wasn't ninth, but it was, it was Moses, pretty. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot closer to it was a lot closer to ninth than it was to first. But we got it done. <laughs> we did. We got it done. Thank you, bomb temps. Thank you, McMahon. Thank you to our producers. We'll talk to you after game six. Will we? Will, will it be well after game six because there was a uh, championship ceremony? I don't know. We'll find out. Adios, amigos. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Taco Tuesday over salad? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash hoop, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash hoop now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash hoop.